Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is a Tuesday evening, 7.01 p.m. Wisconsin time. Hello, everybody. Yes, it is an evening podcast. How odd is this, huh? <laughs> well, I ran out of time on Sunday, and I'm like, well, I got some time this evening, so I thought I'd give you guys a quick podcast. Well, it's never really quick, is it? Mm-mm. It is not. It's about 30 minutes in this last podcast. I know I went overboard, but... Oh, well, whatever. So I got the results back from the spot. Well, not results back, but Spotify, if you guys haven't seen it, they uh, go over your results and stuff like that. And it's really kind of cool to see who's listening where. Uh, Germany, Canada, I always want to say Canada, Canada and Australia. And of course, Europe as well and the States here. So that's pretty neat. I, I wrote down the percentages, but it's kind of boring. So it's just neat to see that. And I have like three top fans, I think it said, or something. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Thank you, you three top fans. You know who you are. I may know who you are. Maybe I don't. Also, it's been bugging me. Oracle. Oracle is the name of the goddamn deck that's <laughs> smaller than a tarot deck. Uh, they have less cards. They're bigger um, by hand, you know, when you're holding them. But they're less. And they... From what I've learned from the Oracle cards, they don't have a very in-depth meaning to them like tarot. Tarot, as I've read to you guys in the past, that it'll tell you more. You know, like the card that you pull and all that will give you more details and what it means and things like that. If it's upside down or whatever it may be. So that was it. It came to me this evening. I'm like, oh my God, it's Oracle. And all those times on the podcast, I'm like, what is that? What is that? You guys are probably going, you dummy, it's Oracle. <laughs> See, it took me a while, but I got it. What else? Uh, well, a um, couple of weird things, I guess. I'm still skeptical on it, but skeptical? Skeptical. Anyways, so, all right, you guys know I have Diana sitting right up there, right? See, she's right there. Look around, turn around. She's right there. There you go. Well, I think... She's leaning back, okay? And normally she's sitting upright. And it's me moving my clothes here. Oh, by the way, I'm at home. <laughs> yes, I'm at home. It's dark and it's like freaking, I don't know, 32 out, if not 25. Anyways, no snow. It's all pretty much melted. It's just cold now. So she's kind of leaning back, you guys. And I'm pausing because I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know how I didn't touch her. I, I don't remember moving her, but she's definitely tilted back more. There, she's got some, um, you guys know I'm a gamer, right? And all that. I go online and I game. Well, I don't go online. Well, I used to on Twitch, but I haven't done that in a long time. I got burnt out on that. I uh, got nowhere fast on that. So, but anyway, she's got some games behind her, supporting her. I haven't touched anything up there, so I don't know how, why she's leaning back a little bit. Yeah. And I turned the little um, angel bell. It was backwards on her, which I don't remember doing either, but I probably did, I'm sure. So I turned it back the other way so it's facing forward. So we'll see uh, how that goes. Then, oh, he's good there. Anyways, then, Marsha, nothing. <laughs> Ouija, I haven't played with the Ouija. I should, huh? But I don't know, you guys. I just, I tried it one night and nothing happened. So anyways... I have this by my work desk. I have a, a picture because I'm rearranging shit. Always always moving shit around, right? Just to switch it up. 
and I had this have this uh, monitor cloth laying on the corner. <laughs> it's still in my mind. It just kind of weirded me out. It laying on the corner of the picture. It's on the the wall on the ground there. That I'm gonna be moving around, right? Which I haven't done yet. Procrastination, yes. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Excuse me. Um. So, anyways, I'm working, and out of the corner of my eye, I swear to you, the fucking thing, it's almost like it, it like, it fell, but it didn't really fall, like, clunk, it like floated, you guys, and I was like, what, it's like in slow motion, it was the weirdest thing I have, I don't know, what, what, first of all, I have no idea why it even fell off, because it was on the corner really good. You know, it wasn't laying half-ass or anything. It was on the fucking corner of the picture. There's no heater. There's no wind. There's nothing. But it almost like it... Like it moved gently. And then it kind of like floated to the ground. It was really weird, you guys. I, I'm like... Well, I'm working, of course. This stuff happens, right? So I'm like, well, that was weird. Which it is and it isn't because I tell spirits they're allowed in this room. It's a safe place, as I'm saying right now. Only good spirits are welcome here. No evil spirits. No mischievous spirits are allowed in this room. This is only for good spirits only in this room. So, that happened. It was just the weirdest thing. It wasn't, I don't know. It, it didn't make sense why it fell. There's no reason for it to fall. I didn't touch anything over there. So, as I picked it up and put it back. Of course, it hasn't moved since. But, I thought that was something I had to tell you guys because it was very... It didn't look right, the way it moved. It's like It's almost like somebody... Picked it up and pulled it and dropped it. I don't know. I really don't fucking know. That one, that was good. I, I didn't, I was like, oh, cool. So, but then a party is like, wow, well, what the hell? So, yeah, that happened. On that, the room and the house have been relatively, excuse me, quiet. Although, on Sunday, sorry guys. Ugh. On Sunday, I went and I saw the horses and all that. But something in the house made a huge m noise. And I thought it was something in the refrigerator, like, shifting or falling. It was that loud. I'm like, what the hell? I looked around the house. I looked in the basement. I looked in the refrigerator. Nothing. I don't know what the hell it was. I moved. But something shifted. <laughs> I don't know. So that was kind of interesting, too. Should I do EVP? Sure. Do I forget to do it? All the time. So... Yeah, but we'll see. Diana, she's definitely leaning. I'm not touching her. I want to see if she continues to lean. Because her head is aligned with this um, thing I have on the wall. So I will know if she tilts back further. Because her head right now is right in the line with it. So I'll keep an eye on it. If she moves forward on her own and readjusts herself, then I'm going to be like... Now I think about it, I should take a picture of her aligned like that, huh? And then just keep an eye on it that way. That's a good idea. Hmm. All right, so I did find some interesting stories from Wisconsin ghost stories, because why not? We're in Wisconsin, so why not? Um, try to think of anything else. Um, no, nothing else I could, that comes to my mind. Nope, got nothing. All right, let's go to the story, shall we? Oh, also, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural on Facebook. I'm not on Twitter, actually. I, re I deleted the app. 
because I, I don't like it anymore. I don't like Twitter anymore. I don't like they got rid of Little Bird, which is my favorite, well, one of my favorite parts. And every time I go on Twitter, it's fucking, there's freaking commercials, like little sponsor ads. And you're, no, I'm so done with Twitter, you guys. I never thought I would say that. Because Twitter always felt like my safe space and I can hang, you know, whatever. No, I'm done. I just have Instagram and Facebook now. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. I'm fine with that, though. All right, let's go on with the story, shall we? Okay, there we go. We got the recording sign. Almost opened up my emails. No, I don't want emails. Where did I find those stories? And I'm at home, so you're going to hear some of the cars go by. But I did buy some pretty thick, uh, almost like grapes, pretty thick drapes. So hopefully that'll muffle the noise. Uh, they're insulators for my old home, as I was mentioning on the last podcast, how old my windows are. Oh, what was it? I was looking at these early today during work, just some of the the titles. And I thought some of the titles are pretty cool. I have no idea what the stories are. Supposedly these are true. So the first one is going to be called... Uh, Where is this? Um, What's the title of it? Oh, The Old Woman Who Haunts Underwood Baptist Church. Okay. Get in your comfy clothes, guys. Let's chill and, and see how this goes. There was an AA meeting every Thursday night in a very old church not far from my home called Underwood Baptist Church. My dad would attend these, attend these meetings every week. So to support his recovery, I would come in about an hour early to set up the room for the meetings every Thursday. Well, I would prop the doors open, turn on all the lights, make the coffee, lay out pamphlets and self-help books, and arrange the chairs in perfect circles. What's nice. I had always had an uneasy feeling behind the church by myself, and it was only a matter of time before I experienced something paranormal. It was a very old. It was. It is very old and has lots of historical background, so it's bound to have some kind of entity still hanging around. Which you know how many people would say, "No, that's not true," just because it's still ain't going to have no activity. Bullshit. It will have activity, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Anyways, so uh, background. The only thing that looked new was this hideous linoleum that they never covered up, that they used to cover up the concrete stairs with for some uh, presentable look. In short, the place was creepy as hell. And she says that about a church. (laughs) I get it. Church, hell. All right. (laughs) Let's see. So there I was. Another Thursday night towards the end of autumn. I propped the doors open, turned on all the lights, made the coffee, laid out the pamphlets and the help self-help books and all I had left was to arrange the chairs well I had been setting them up for about a minute when I heard footsteps like someone had arrived early for those meetings because this has happened on many times before well I look over and a white-haired old lady had come into the room now she wore a white sweater with pink roses on it glasses white pants to match she started walking towards the coffee that I had just plugged in and just plugged in to be made and I said it isn't done yet I just plugged it in I turned to fix the chair I had been working on putting putting into place before. Turned back around to see to see if she heard me. Maybe two seconds later, but she was gone. It was a big room. And there's no way she could have disappeared that quickly without me hearing it or or anything, you know, annoying. You know, you can hear her walk out, things like that. I couldn't get out of there quick enough. I was about another. It was about another half hour until someone showed up for the meeting, but. While I was sitting there, I had been trying to make sense of what I had just experienced. But to this day, I can't come up with any reason or explanation. 
Now, to my understanding, there was a woman who had recently died in the church. So this may ex- have explained a little bit of what was happening, but it still caught me off guard. And I'm, I still get a little creeped out um, whenever I think about it. I still have the key, but I won't ever go back alone. This was my first sighting of an actual ghost. And even though I was scared at the time, I'm still very interested in hearing other stories and knowing that other people believe in ghosts as well as me. That was in 2011. That was a good story. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Absolutely. I think some of these, I've, I recognize the titles, like Ghost Cat, House by the Cemetery. Ooh, what's this? 2011. Wisconsin. Uh, make sure I haven't read this before. Sorry, guys, if I keep you on I apologize. My Duncan is warring off for the day. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. My first stepfather has had his own construction business, and oftentimes he would take us kids along with him to the job site. He would... Uh, keep an eye on us, and it was free labor. About 10 years ago, he got a contract to work on a small house for a family that had purchased it. The house was considered a fixer-upper, and they had contracted my stepfather out for it. Now, on this particular day, he had happened to have me and my two stepbrothers with him. Imagine our surprises when the house we would be working on was right was right next door to a local cemetery. I don't mean to block... Yeah, I don't mean to block away from cemetery either. What? I don't mean to I don't mean a block away from the cemetery either. You could have jumped the chain link fence. Oh, okay, I see. So maybe the house was the care caretaker of the cemetery. You know, if you guys have ever noticed when you're out and about and you see cemeteries and there's usually a house nearby or a church nearby, they're like the caretaker of the cemetery. Maybe that's what this was, right? I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, you can jump jump the chain link and uh, landed on a tombstone. That's how close it was. What else here? Uh, okay. There, the, the very idea of working so close to the cemetery already creeped me out and my two brothers. But my stepfather told us we were being ridiculous and just to start unloading the truck. Well, once inside the house, it wasn't much better. It had been bright and sunny, 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 <laughs> sunny, sun. Oh my Lord. Sunny Sunday summer afternoon, but for some reason, the entire house had a chill to it. Going from the front yard to the inside of the house, there was a drastic temperature change. I mentioned the observation on the temperature of the house. My stepfather assured me older houses were designed to stay cool in the summer and warm in the winter. Bullshit. Besides the unusual temperature change in the house, there was just eerie sensation being watched. Me and my stepbrothers all felt it. If my stepfather stepfather had felt it he was refusing to acknowledge it so we started to go about our business and being and begin working on the house and for a while uh, we had forgotten everything that had bothered us about the house until my oldest stepbrother came running up from the basement holding his nose his his nose was uh, bleeding he explained to us he was walking down the steps to the basement when out of the blue it had felt like a brick had smashed him in the face and he had nearly fallen down the steps from from the surprise and the force of the impact on his face. Now you can tell he was freaked out because he was shaking and sweating even though the house was unusually chilly. He was headed downstairs and checking checking the stairs and the basement because there was a, a rogue pipe or something hanging down far enough to smash him in the face. We need to fix it. 
Unfortunately, we were unable to find anything or, or, or offer an explanation as to what had hit him in the face. I read that totally wrong, you guys. So they were thinking that maybe like a pipe or something had been hanging down. That's what really hit him in the face. Okay. I read that wrong. So I apologize. Bruised and shaken, he went back to work as he did like the rest of us. We were all working in the kitchen, which was adjacent to the door to the basement. When suddenly we heard a door slam from downstairs and someone coming, come stomping up the stairs. We all looked at each other in confusion and sheer horror when we realized all of us were in the same room. At this point, I'd, <laughs> oh, at this point I'd like to mention, besides smashing a window out of the basement, the only, the only access was from that door in the kitchen. That's how my kitchen and basement are set up. You can only go to the basement through the kitchen. We have windows in our basement, but there's only one way out and one way in. So I get it. My st- uh, go back. Sorry, accident. Okay. My stepbrother, the one who had the accident, started to freak out and ran up to the door and shut the deadbolt on on the door. We have a deadbolt on ours too. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> the stomping of the footsteps reached the stop the top of the stairs, and the knob on the door twisted as if someone were trying to open the door. When they realized the door had been bolted shut, they started to jerk on the handle and bang on the door. By now, my stepbrother had all of us. All of his weight on the door yelling for whatever it is to stop. Suddenly, all of the commotion did stop. The banging, the slamming, it all just stopped. We all stood there for a second, all looking like white as ghosts. In silence, we finished up what we were doing in the kitchen, packed up and left. Now, my stepfather, huge, huge skeptic, and even when confronted with anything paranormal, he refuses to acknowledge it, even when one of his children is hit in the face with it. To this day, he refused to acknowledge we worked on a house um, after the events had happened, we all refused to go help with the house. For the next week, my stepfather would go alone to work on the house. If he had experienced anything, he never told us. That was another good story. Not bad at all. I like that one too. Wow. Ghost in my dad's assisted live. No, I don't want to read that one. While driving her home. The staircase. Oh, boy. Okay, here's another one. These are going kind of smooth, huh? 2010. The staircase. Now, my aunt lives in an old Victorian house with one of those huge staircases with an enormous landing and three huge full-length windows surrounding the landing. She would babysit me and my sisters from my parents when they went to work, so we were over there very often. Quite often. One day, when I was about 13, we were sitting in their living room watching Law and Order, doing arts and crafts, and when I noticed a figure in a blue dress standing on the landing, looking out the middle window. I looked up at my aunt and realized she was looking at the figure also. I looked at my sisters, and since they are younger than me and they get scared easily, I decided not to alert them. Now, I remember nonchalantly getting up from the table and starting to walk up the staircase. I remember looking back at my aunt and she nodded at me like she was encouraging me to keep going. Well, the figure had not turned around or moved at all as, uh, moved at all. And me, oh, whatever. And (laughs) as I got closer, I remember this feeling of depression and loneliness. She had a baby blue dress on. It looked like to be from the 1800s. Her hair was dark brown and was halfway, was halfway up and curled. Uh, when she turned around, her eyes were also dark brown, but she had this sad look on her face. I'm getting chills, you guys. What she did next to this day creeps me out and gives me the chills. 
She tilted her head and gave me a half smile and vanished. I ran down the stairs and told my aunt what she did, and my aunt suggests we go to the library to do research. Well, um, while she took my sisters to the children's section, I got online and researched her house. After about one and a half hours of looking through old newspapers and different websites, websites, I found her. Her husband was a wealthy man who would often have to take trips for work. In one of the local old newspapers was an article about her. About her, uh, It said something about how she would often spend time sitting looking out the window waiting for her husband to return. Now apparently after he left for a trip, he never returned. They never found his body and he never was heard from again. The woman that I saw hung herself from the chandelier that was in the entryway. Oh, that's another good one. Damn. I'm getting some really good ones off this all of a sudden. I don't usually... <laughs> okay, let's go back. Let's keep going, eh? That was a good one. <sighs> um... Oh, how do I... How to help my daughter. Uh, let's see what this one is. 2010. Recently, I posted a story reaching out to anyone that could help me with what my daughter's experiencing. And for a while, all of the suggestions seemed to be helping until recently. Yesterday, she informed me that she has been hearing more voices. She heard someone calling her name and also someone saying not to be afraid. Well, she appeared fine with it all day and didn't appear to be fearful until it came time for her to go to her bed. When bedtime came, she became frantic about not wanting to sleep in her room. She continually stared at the area near her closet floor and was was prepped to flee from her room, begging to sleep in her mother, sorry, her brother's room and and shaking profusely in fear. When I asked what she saw there, she explained that she had now been seeing little balls of light in the corner in addition to the shower shadow, shadows moving through her room. I, of course, couldn't see anything, but the feeling in her room was extremely charged with energy, most likely her own from being so distraught. I have never seen her display this much fear before, and she was very near to clawing her way past me to escape the room. Wow. She doesn't like to have her blinds she doesn't like to have blinds in her room closed, and I have sneaked suspiciously. I have a sneaky suspicion that some of the shadows she's been seeing may possibly be from car lights, or perhaps because the shadows just recently trans, transpired. Transpired also. Hmm. Okay, they just disappeared. I think from the clouds. Okay, from the clouds passing over the moon uh, that we just had. Okay, get it. I got it. The blinds are open, so she sees shadows, and she thinks it's shadow people. Okay. Um. However, given that she has now been hearing voices, I don't know what to make of it. Regardless of the spirit's intention, she is inconsolably petrified and no amount of discussion or rationalization is helping. I don't know if this will help the situation at all, but I was planning to go through the clutter in her room and give it a facelift to freshen it up. Currently, it is an absolute disaster. To be honest, if there is a spirit living in her room, I wish it would clean the place up. I also would, would um, be rearranging her furniture to help uh, eliminate any non-paranormal shadows or lightings that she may be seeing um, through the windows, you know, like as the cars drive by, stuff like that. Is there anything else I can put in her, in her room to help? I thought about putting a dream catcher in there just to see if that would help. 
Uh, she used to have a small one that did help to eliminate her bad dreams, which she suffered from quite a lot, and it did help until it became damaged and broken. Any suggestions would be greatly appreciated. Also, why would it be that she only sees and hears these things when she is alone? My son is 11, and for some reason, when she's sleeping with him, she doesn't see or hear anything. Wow. This is from 2011, so I'm going to kind of chat with this. Uh, the dream catcher is interesting. I don't know how you break a damage and break a dream catcher. They're pretty made. They're usually made pretty good. Excuse me. I have a couple. But I don't need them. I just have them for like the decoration. Um, that's interesting. If the dream catchers help, then my gosh, I'd go out there and get one right away. I agree with rearranging her room, making it look more lively and brighten, brighten, bright. I would suggest maybe putting a nightlight in her, her closet, so it's always on twenty four seven. So that way she she doesn't see dark. She only sees light. And I agree about the blinds. It could be cars going by. It could be the clouds going over the moon, just like she suggested. I don't know if she gave me the age of her, but um, I I think that'd be a good idea. And about hearing spirits, I don't know about that. Uh, or hearing voices, rather. I think she'd need to find out more, like what time. You know, it sounds stupid stuff like, you know, are there neighbors? Is it downstairs, upstairs, downstairs TV on? Is the sun listening to music? You know, things like that. Can she hear through the walls? So that to me is all what I would call, uh, standard questions. You know, I know she's a kid and they see things extra and all that, but excuse me, if she's that freaking paranoid and that on seeing balls of light, I would have, um, like little, you know, like little nightlights in her room to make her feel safe and comfortable. Uh, and again about the closet, oh, sleep with the closet door open, put a nightlight in there, like I said, or put a ball with a light in it or something. So it's always illuminated. So she feels safe. And then maybe she'll eventually outgrow it. But again, those voices, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she's hearing. Is it a male she's hearing? Is it a female she's hearing? I would definitely ask more details. I mean, again, you guys from 2011, which is how long ago. So who knows if she's still experiencing it. A lot of these stories that I find um, on your ghost stories. I don't know if there's follow-up. A lot of people can comment and, you know, ask, give advice. Like they've, like she said, people have been doing it. has been helping um, things like that. So I think she's on the right path. It'd be nice to get a follow-up, but again, for 2011, I don't know. That's asking for her. How long ago was 2011? Was I here? Yeah. <laughs> was I here? No, I wasn't here. I was here. So, uh, what else? I thought those were good stories, you guys. It's not very often I can hit someone's, hit them right on the nail on the head, but damn it, those were good. I'm impressed with those. Very impressed. I shall stay. <laughs> I'm watching too much Frasier. I shall. Uh, I'm going to stay on that site and pull more from the Wisconsin because uh, I like them. And it's true. There are very old homes out here. And did I tell you guys to follow up on that with the house? I think I did. That they don't... Uh, I contacted the um, the deeds. Um, and I, of course, I'm doing the podcast and can't remember the name. I just had it. Trustee Deeds of Trust. Whatever. Fuck you guys know, right? And I think I told you guys that they don't know... They know the the land, but they don't know what was built on the land, like what year was built. So I still can't find out what month my house was built. Nobody seems to have that. So my next thing was maybe to go online and do some research. Because like I said, it went, it's, it's 100 years next year, and I wouldn't mind celebrating it. We're going to try and get our new roof and 
little upgrades here and there, maybe a new kitchen floor. But who knows? Maybe I'll get some spirits activity, huh? Wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> oh, what else? Um, I think that's all I've got, you guys. I wanted to thank all of you, all you new Spotify followers. And if you are actually listening to my podcast, thank you so much. It is P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I-G-M-L.com. If you have any comments or you want to share your stories, you don't want to share your stories. And you in the UK, I remember who you are. Don't worry. And semi-retired, I know who you are too. Don't worry, I got you guys in my head. Um, but thank you so much for taking about 20 minutes. Well, I lied. 30 minutes out of your evening or whatever to listen to this podcast, raw ass podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and whatever you're doing, retirement or semi-retirement or you're out in the UK enjoying. I think you guys have a lot of snow now too, right? Or you will be getting snow. I think your weather's ahead of us here in the States. Enjoy it. You know, have a good time. Try not to let the world get to you. Although it can be kind of difficult. Oh, hey, are you guys doing Christmas stuff? I haven't decided if I'm decorating yet. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, Halloween is so big for me, you guys. I just got done putting my Halloween stuff about a week ago. Yeah, now it's November. So, crazy, right? Uh, I don't have a lot of Christmas stuff. Because if I put up the tree, excuse me, I got to take the tree down, take all the lights off, and just, you know... I don't know. We'll see. If I do, it's literally going to be last minute. I've got different sized trees for my moods. <laughs> like I've got the big seven foot tall one. Fake one, of course. And I got the one that's about three foot tall. And I got the one that's about two foot tall. And I got the one that's about one foot tall. So it depends on my mood and my decorating moods. Like, okay, here's psh, done. Put a little thing of lights on it. You know, and get those little ones from the dollar store. Put a little bit of beads on it. Ta-da! So, if you guys are big decorators for Christmas, feel free to share them on my uh, Facebook page, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. I think you guys can post stuff on there. Can you? Has anybody tried to ever put um, pictures or anything on there? No? Yes? Maybe? I don't know. All right, guys. I'll keep an eye on Diana. I will take a picture of her this evening, and I will keep an eye on her. Marsha's on her own plane, and I would love to see that pendulum moon on Move on, move on its own. And actually, you guys, I got this thought really quick. I was laying in bed the other night, and I've got this bat hanging from my, it's a fake one, from my um, fans, the the switch, the pull switch. Now, now there's no wind, and the thing just starts moving. The heater is way the F over there, plus I've got some nails on my ce- ceiling, so when the heater goes on, it twirls, you know, so you can see the air movement. This thing just starts moving. I, like, slightly swing. I'm like, how the hell... So I watched that, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I could probably put the pendulum on the other pole switchy thing, thingamajigger, right? And see if it moves on its own. I mean, what I could do is I can actually put my hand underneath it. You see where I'm going here? And see if I can get the fucker to move. Oops, did I say fucker? Oh, damn. Anyways, I can try and see if I can get that to move. That right there, if it moved, would be so cool because I like to try to experiment off and on. Hmm. As I'm staring at it, you guys are going, what's she doing? All right, you guys, have a phenomenal night. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Everyone take care. And this is Mrs. Paranormal, signing off.